Hello and welcome to Virtual Roundtables Live, the broadcast that brings business leaders together to discuss and debate the latest industry topics and trends. Now over to today's host. Hello everyone, I'm Richard Bird. I am uh, very excited to be with you here to talk about how you can drive customer experience innovation with identity. This is a, a really new and unexplored territory for a lot of companies, organizations, and governments around the world. Um, if we look at the history of customer access management, it's a function that really has been treated just as an account and password um, and not a holistic identity of who that customer is. We have tons of marketing information that pinpoint you know, the, the marketing preferences and the buying preferences and potential revenue opportunities you know, associated with patterns and behaviors, but we don't really have the notion of customer access management driven by identity. But those times are changing, and we're going to talk about that a little bit. So when we look at what's happening in customer experience, it's a little bit trite to say you know, customer experience matters. But if we think about our own personal experiences, and this is where I'll pause a little bit from you know, all of the information that you're going to see on these screens that is so crisply constructed, and, and ask you to take a personal second uh, and think about your experiences of the past year. And itemize in your head how many truly great digital customer experiences you have. I'll wait for just a second, and no longer than that, because in truth, you already know the answer to that. In my case, it's been zero. In my case, my experiences with the solution providers and the retailers and banks and all the different organizations that I trust to do business with, every single digital experience has been, as if not you know, bad, at least just okay. And it certainly hasn't been exceptional. And what we're seeing right now is 67% of consumers now have a higher expectation as they were all moved to digital channels in the course of the pandemic. 67% now have higher expectations of companies that they're doing business with in terms of their customer experience. And 48% of customers have left without engaging in a transaction when they've had a poor personalized or poor and friction-filled experience. So this is beyond customer experience matters. This is lifeblood to businesses. In order to be successful in the digital world, we have to figure out how to improve customer experiences while keeping them safe and secure. So as you look to streamline your user journey, there are a couple of very important inflection points, uh, points of leverage, uh, points along the overall pathway that you need to take into account. Right now within customer uh, access management, I will tell you that there's a tremendous amount of focus that has been put on the very beginning processes. And in fact, I think maybe too much focus because there's so much more relative to a rich customer experience than just a great registration uh, experience and then you know, authenticating and confirming as a customer that you are who you say you are. Those two steps are what opens and unlocks the ability for us to have incredible customer experiences. So for the first time, really, in, in the overall history of technology, it's not hyperbole to say that security finally becomes a pathway of enablement for bigger and better things for customer experience. 
Security isn't a roadblock because once we have registration where we verify uh, the authenticity of a human being, that that customer is who they say they are, located where they say they are, has the address that they say they are, and then we pass that through to our overall authentication processes and 100% confirm that that customer is who they say they are. That gives us the ability to open up an incredible set of feature-rich options, self-service, giving them the opportunity to take care of themselves relative to password resets, questions, any number of other actions that we can extend trust to that customer because we've already executed well on the first two steps. Support, streamlining the support experience. It's absolutely fundamental to use identity to make that support experience less onerous for customers. Personalization, obviously, we've spent a lot of time thinking about personalization from a marketing sense, but what's really interesting is, is that the authorization layer where we see all of this data that is used to determine what you have the ability to get to once you've authenticated is also extremely valuable in both a marketing sense and in the ability to personalize that customer's experience. And finally, privacy. And I, you know, as an old chief information security officer, I, I get a little bit um, cringy when I think about privacy being last. But in reality, it needs to be last because everything that you're doing now in your customer experience journey with this new notion of identity being the core of the customer experience is guiding through those steps and yielding trust. And trust is what yields retention. Trust is what yields revenue increases. This is the end state goal that we're driving towards for that customer. And all of the other positive benefits that are accrued before it are what leads to that customer being able to trust us. So when we think about you know, identity as key to digital customer experiences, you know, we look at those interaction points, those transactional points, those you know, intersections where we can leverage identity to improve the overall customer experience. So access interactions, obviously, we need to have the ability for a customer to have great access interactions and from the perspective of the company that uh, we represent, we need to make sure that we're also making great risk-based decisions. So when we think about a technology that is customer enabling, like passwordless access, we need to make sure the passwordless access is being executed in a way that doesn't represent more risk to either us as a company or the customer. We look at application interactions after access has occurred. This is this incredibly rich universe of authorization possibilities that we are able to direct a customer while in the flow of a transaction to all the right resources. Improving support interactions, as I already mentioned, finally privacy interactions. Do customers not only have insight to the data that you have accumulated about them, but do they have the ability to leverage consent and make decisions about that data. An identity-centric customer experience achieves all four of these components. So let's dive into this you know, possibility of using identity to innovate and, and where you do that within your key consumer interaction points. You know, access, you know, critical, fundamental, authentication, are you who you say you are? Being able to trust that simple answer has been the challenge that all of us in identity as practitioners have been chasing for decades. But it's absolutely fundamental to being successful in the rest of the flow. I love the way that uh, our CEO and founder states this.
if you authenticate the wrong person, you still have a bad experience. It's just that the bad experience probably is going to accrue to you as the solution or, or service provider, not necessarily the consumer. We have to make sure that that person is who they say they are. But when we do that, this gives us the opportunity to execute against the other interaction points. And in doing so, we create a cohesive experience for a customer, regardless of application, regardless of interface, regardless of device. And this opens and unlocks the possibility for competitive advantage as a result of not just the customer experience, but most importantly, getting to the end of that, that flow, trust through privacy. An intersection point of seamless customer experiences, data security, and privacy, all on behalf of and for a customer, is exactly where we need to go. So as we get started on our customer experience journey, we, we need to focus on being real with ourselves about our current maturity level. Um, it's very, very difficult to have a program be successful if we don't have the right entry point in terms of our uh, self-awareness about the maturity level that we're currently at. So when we look at, at companies today, they're either disjointed, unified, uh, or at the far end of the maturity scale, innovative. And when we think about disjointed, I'll give you a real-world use case to, just to think about. Think about your own personal situation where you log into uh, a, uh, a mobile device, you can't find your answer, you then go to the laptop because it's richer and you can't find your answer, and then you go to the chat bot and you don't get the answer you need, and the chat bot passes you off to the customer service representative. And the customer service representative does what? You already know the answer to this. They ask you for all of your information all over again. That's an extremely disjointed customer experience. And I think one that we've all had pretty frequently. When we think about the unified experience, this is when we th see things like single sign-on, you know, a customer being able to access multiple applications through one authentication call, um, multi-factor authentication, uh, or other types of, of factors of authentication available for that customer. Definitely a more mature space. But ultimately, to get to innovative on the maturity curve, you have to be to a place where there's virtually no friction for that customer experience, and you're able to provide an innovative platform of services and capabilities to that customer based on nothing more than just who they are and their identity. So when we think about simple, consistent interactions, it's absolutely necessary that we drive our design principles for customer experience around a consistent experience across all channels, across all capabilities, across all intersection points. And when we think about that, you know, there are things like, is your password reset user not only friendly, but does it help your support desk out um, in that a customer is able to self-recover? And have you built the platform of offerings and capabilities in your interaction points to a point where you have the foundation necessary to execute on something that is much more advanced, like passwordless authentication. You know, omni-channel personalized application experiences, you know, the application itself and the personalization associated with it has been very app-focused and very fragmented throughout the history of customer experience. Using identity to bind this together, we create an opportunity for the aggregation of really interesting information about a customer based upon identity-related data. And this is really interesting. By using all of those types of data, we're also able to identify suspicious activity and realistically reduce fraud substantially on the part of the customer as well as the risks that we face on fraudulent activities as a company. 
So when we look at convenient seamless support interactions, we, we have to, you know, again, take a look at our experiences interacting with, say, a customer service representative. And is it possible for us to create a better situation where I verify on a handset and that authentication is automatically manifested in the queue for the customer service rep? And I don't have to go through a laundry list of questions and what was my last transaction. I'm able to use the technology and solutions available that are focused on an identity-based architecture for customer experience to create a really really exciting customer experience. And with that being said, let's dig a little bit into this customer service representative example. When you and your customers want to interact, customer identity solutions can make this happen seamlessly and securely. In this example, we're going to demonstrate how intelligent identity solutions can make the experience of calling a help desk better and more productive for you and your customers. Let's jump in to see Tom calling the Easy TV help desk to add movie selection to his subscription. Tom calls the help desk, and once in the queue, he waits patiently on the line for an agent to become available. All sound familiar? But since Easy TV leverages ping identity, they can easily match his phone number to an account, see that he's a mobile app user, and trigger an automated authentication message to verify his identity. We see you've previously signed in to the Easy TV app. Would you like us to send a push notification to your phone to authenticate? Click 1PS or stay on the line. Tom clicks on the message and the Easy TV app is opened on the phone. He then simply authenticates himself using fingerprint or facial recognition. Based on this approval, the call centre is able to preload Tom's account details so the agent has them as soon as they pick up the phone. Hello Tom, thank you for calling Easy TV and thank you for going through our security process. It looks like you're trying to rent a movie from our streaming service. Is that why you're calling us? Or is there something else I can help you with today? As soon as the call was connected, our call centre agent had full access to Tom's details. He or she was able to greet him by name and avoid any further security questions and identify why he might be calling, allowing the agent and Tom to put his new movie package in place. It was so quick, easy and secure that Tom and his friends were quickly able to enjoy a good movie. We talked a little bit as we went through the, um, the maturity curve associated with customer experience about achieving the ultimate goal of trust. And we'll take a moment to talk a little bit about privacy and the privacy interaction layer. You know, privacy is much more than just keeping a customer's data secure. Things are changing in regulations and compliance around the world to such a degree that governments are beginning to and will continue to demand that customer security is protected. It will no longer be okay for us to say a customer lost their password or customer gave up their information in a phishing attack and that's their problem. Protecting data requires us to protect the person associated with the data. And these demands are coming. And when we think about it from a privacy perspective, it's not just that aspect of privacy that's important, but this notion of consent. And when we think about this maturity curve, the idea of a, of a uh, customer being able to grant consent 
and being able to withdraw consent over time or delegate consent is the big differing factor that we're experiencing in the marketplace around customer experience. We can't just keep a register anymore and hope that the customer doesn't change their mind. We have to focus on solutions like a customer experience solution built on the foundations that we've talked about to deliver that capability. On that point, let's take a second and look at what consent would look like in the real world as it relates to an identity-centric approach. When you and your customers want to interact, customer identity solutions allow this to happen quickly, efficiently, and securely. In this example, we're going to demonstrate how intelligent identity solutions can make sharing confidential information a secure and easy process. Let's jump in and see Sarah meeting up with Bob, her independent financial advisor at Big Green Finance. Sarah sits down with Bob to run through her retirement planning products held with Blue Bank. Now, as this is third-party information, we need to go through some security. Firstly, to make sure Sarah is Sarah, and then to make sure she agrees to share the details of specific accounts which Bob wants access to. So Bob opens up the portal on his computer, then chooses to display a QR code, which, when scanned, will open up access to the relevant products held by Sarah. When prompted by the advisor, Sarah opens up the Blue Bank app on her mobile and signs in with Face ID. Once in the Blue Bank app, she now selects the option to scan QR code, simply points her phone at the QR code displayed on Bob's screen, and authorises access for Bob. Amazing! In an instant, Bob can now view the top-level details of products held by Sarah at Blue Bank. Now, Sarah only wants to talk to Bob about her retirement plans, and when Bob clicks on the specific product group, a notification is sent to Sarah's phone with details of the request which she simply authorises with Face ID. Well, that was easy, and everyone's happy. Sarah and Bob can discuss the details of the retirement plan in the knowledge it's safe and secure. The process of approval is so quick and secure that Sarah's complimentary cup of coffee hasn't even finished percolating yet. So I've shared a lot of information with you in a short amount of time. And now it's time for a call to action. Now it's decision-making time. We need to think about our maturity, and we need to be, as I mentioned, you know, self-aware enough to understand where our true maturity level lies. If we're disjointed currently, it's probably the smartest thing to focus on those actions within your customer experience landscape that are identity-related, that are going to deliver the most return on a value based upon risk mitigation. Without a doubt, the access plane, the ability to authenticate somebody and confirm that they are who they say they are, is the best place to start. And as we move across that access plane, we obviously are aggregating applications from a single sign-on perspective as well as extending authentication capabilities. And now we get to unified and we begin to look at the capabilities to improve support, through things like passwordless or proof support through things like um, self-recovery for passwords. And then we move into the innovative stage as we progress through that program together. So I'll leave you with a reminder about identity and its capabilities to now be the very core of your customer experience architecture. Customer experience is the new battleground. I cannot say this loudly enough. Companies are making statements in the market today, differentiating themselves by declaring, if you do business with us, you will be safer and you will have more privacy and your experience will be great. 
that is a statement that you need to pay attention to because if your competitor is making that statement, you're going to need to move fast to be able to make that same statement yourselves. Innovative, uh, you know, innovation drives competitive advantage for all industries and all verticals, and it also gives you an opportunity to innovate beyond once you've built this platform. So thank you very much for your time. I uh, always enjoy the opportunity to present on such an amazing uh, you know, topic like customer experience, and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Thanks for joining us this week on Virtual Roundtables Live. Make sure to visit our website www.virtualroundtables.com to learn more about upcoming webinars and events.